Hey everyone, this is Eliza D, and welcome back for another episode of How to Save the Planet, a show where we interview people who have jobs in climate change or environment. Now, let's get started. With us today, we've got Allie McDougall. Allie is a junior at Charles Wright Academy, a K-12 school in Tacoma, Washington. She joined the Tomorrow Project which is a youth-led nonprofit organization dedicated to instilling sustainable habits in the rising generation through education in March of 2020 when she found herself at, at home during the COVID shutdown. She began as the National Outreach Co-Director and is now one of the five ex- executive directors. Hello and welcome, Ali, to How to Save the Planet. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Yes, same. So can you tell me what you do and more about the organization that you're a part of? Totally. So I am one of five executive directors at the Tomorrow Project. And the Tomorrow Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization with our work centering around environmental education um, in the hopes of instilling sustainable habits in the rising generation of young leaders. Wow. So is it a youth-led organization? It is. Um, I believe our oldest members are two of our founders, um, and they are freshmen in college this year. But other than that, it's all high school students as well as a few middle schoolers. Oh, my gosh. How old are you? I have just turned 17 uh, two days ago. So, yes, I'm a junior in high school this year. That's so cool. What got you interested or kind of made you decide to be a part of the Tomorrow Project? Totally. So I first became interested um, in this world of sustainability back in middle school um, when I saw a TED talk of a young girl talking about this zero waste lifestyle. Um, and I, I never heard about it before, but I was I was so captivated um, by her efforts to reduce her impact on the planet. And I found myself doing a little bit of research and attempting to start a green club in my middle school. Um, And unfortunately, that project did not work out, but I learned so much um, about the importance of sustainability um, during that process. And it really it really did stick with me. So as soon as I got to high school, um, I joined our eco club. It's kind of like a green club. Um, And this year I'm a junior and I'm leading that club, you know, with recycling and composting and education efforts and initiatives um, really at the forefront. So all of this kind of prepared me for the work um, that I do and I, I truly enjoy, I love doing with the Tomorrow Project. Yeah. How does your eco club at your school or does it um, ever connect or, or like interconnect with, with the Tomorrow Project? Yeah, totally. So not at my particular school, but we as an organization work with um, other eco club, green clubs at middle school and high school um, levels to kind of um, help engage the students with our with our own curriculum and our own education, um, environmental education curriculum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What does climate justice or environmental justice mean to you and the Tomorrow Project? Oh my gosh, I totally love this question. Um, thank you for asking about this. This is something that I know mm-hmm. I'm super passionate about. Um, and how I see it, Climate justice is really the backbone of the fight against the climate crisis. I think like as a society, um, we have to support and advocate for climate solutions in in all areas that affect all people. Um, 
you know, but clearly the climate crisis affects the population disproportionately. Um, and I think looking at the U.S., low income, under, underprivileged and, you know, marginalized communities are continuing to face um, the brunt of the crisis. And so um, I think like in this post-industrial um, revolution era, our government, as well as kind of these large corporations, you know, placed place these kind of powerhouses amongst these minority communities, um, right, to avoid polluting, you know, white, affluent, these suburban neighborhoods. So I think recognizing the intersection between like, the Black Lives Matter movement and, say, the Natives, Native Rights movement um, is really critical to, to tackling the climate crisis. Um, and, and climate justice is a huge part of what we do at the Tomorrow Project. Um, a few months ago, we we added our social justice um, and equity team to our national. Oh, sector. cool! Yeah, and this group is amazing. Um, this group focuses on making our resources and curriculum as accessible for everyone as possible. Um, right now, they are working on adding a speech to text or text to speech option um, for our for our modules. Um, but our SGE team also represents the Tomorrow Project on a intersectionality gender equity coalition, um, which has allowed us to connect with various other youth orgs um, to collaborate on call to action items regarding these various social movements and current events. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about why you do this um, climate activism and education, educating work that you do? Sure. I think Personally, I'm super drawn to this work because I've grown up in a beautiful place. I live in the Pacific Northwest um, where I've really gotten to enjoy, you know, the pleasures of these natural splendors of our beautiful planet. Um, but I, like most of us, have also in recent years witnessed, you know, via media, the true horrors of the climate crisis with our, you know, melting ice caps and record wildfires and rising sea levels. And all these things happening with little or no response, you know, from an executive level. And I think time and time again, we, you know, we've seen those in high leadership positions, you know, choose profit over planet um, and choose to make decisions that continue to add, you know, to this destruction, right? So at the Tomorrow Project, we're really trying to get at the root of the problem, which is tackling it from an education perspective so that as our students grow up to be leaders in their various fields, you know, we think about CEOs and doctors and lawyers, um, that they don't think twice about making these these right decisions in favor of our planet. Yeah, I think that's such a cool mission statement right? that you and the Tomorrow Project have. Yeah, thank you. Um, what encouragement or hopeful thoughts could you give our listeners around solving we're making a difference Ooh. because we can't solve it. You know, it's already right. here, <laughs> but in this climate crisis. Totally. Yes, I think sometimes, you know, when we look at the climate crisis, it can just feel so overwhelming, right? And, it, you know, from a youth perspective, it, it feels like we're having, we have no say in our futures. But I think as a generation, you know, as a young generation, we've really proven that, you know, we can't be silenced. And I truly believe that youth hold more power than ever before and just mo more power than we know. Um, my favorite example um, that I like to talk about is the Juliana versus the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. case, right, which this is a court case. I've been following as it's, you know, risen through the courts. I believe it's on the Ninth Circuit now. Um, but this constitutional case is an argument laid out by a group of youth, a group of 
um, you know, young young students calling upon the U.S. government to to own up to their actions contributing to the to the climate crisis. You know, um, and so really, I think that we as youth, like, we truly have the power to make our voices heard, and it really is only a matter of you know having that courage to speak up and and act on our concerns for our planet. Yeah. Thank you. The youth have the power in the situation too. Totally, exactly. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on and speaking on how to save the planet, Ali. Of course, thank you. thank you. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us today for another episode of How to Save the Planet. See you next time.